This is the Lotus Bloom Podcast. And here is your host, Morgan Wiley. Welcome to another episode of the Lotus Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Morgan Wiley, and this is the segment, It's Time to Write. I'm sharing with you my process of writing a new book from beginning to end, where I can show you some tips and tricks and things I've learned along the way and fun aspects of writing that not everyone gets to see. I'm also excited to bring on some author friends of mine who are going to share parts of their processes as well. So I hope you enjoy. It's time to write. In today's episode, we are talking about world building. And this is one of my favorite parts of writing. And it's also one of those early building blocks that you would do at the beginning of a series before you write. Once again, since I'm working on book five, I have already created the world of Alandria and done all of those steps and included all of the things that really are necessary for world building. I love this process. I love the creating of the world and the lands and the territories and the the people and the characters and the races and the, all of the different things that are included, especially in fantasy, because you get to create all of it. And while you can still world build with a contemporary novel or something that might take place in our everyday world, it's not quite as extensive as with a fantasy or a, um, even a paranormal for that matter. But this is my favorite part and I love it. And um, while I'm going to get into it today, I have invited guest author S.F. Benson to share how she world builds. And we actually have quite a few similarities in what we do. Um, so I'm excited for you to hear her process. S.F. Benson is the author of the Spellcaster Diaries, the Another Falls Creek romance novels, and so many more. She is a paranormal romance writer, and she also writes under the pen name Nadira Fox. Originally, S.F. Benson created this episode on video because she has maps and things that she wanted to share with you. And because we are audio, um, I encourage her to put it on YouTube. So at the end of the show, I will mention the links to that. So if you are interested, you can go see her maps and how she world builds. So for now, let's get world building. Take it away, SF Benson. Hi, I'm SF Benson, and I'm going to talk to you about world building. First off, you may ask, what exactly is world building? World building is the process of creating a fictitious world, pure and simple. Why would you need to do that? Well, let's say you're writing paranormal romance, which I write. And you know that this is something that you, this world that you've created for your characters, it's something that you're going to use repeatedly in your story. What if you're going to write a series that is fantasy and you're going to have a town or a village and it will have places that you're going to reference repeatedly. Basically, you need world building so that you can reference those things consistently. Let's say 
going back to fantasy, that your characters, they're a particular race of people or a particular species of people, you're going to want to know everything possible about that race, their species, where they live, what do they eat. All of that is world building. So let's take it back to how I like to do world building. I write paranormal romance. The reason why I started trying to do world building was with this first book, Cursed Hearts. Some of you may remember it. Paranormal story. It is my take on Romeo and Juliet, but I gave it a supernatural slant with a teenage succubus and a vampire. It's set in the fictitious world of Falls Creek, New York. It is an upstate New York town. So how did I create Falls Creek? I started with looking up a town in upstate New York, and it needed to have a falls nearby. It needed to also have a river or a creek running through town. I googled it, looked up a place called Little Falls, New York, and it seemed to serve my purpose. It had a fall nearby. It had an island near that fall in a river called the Mohawk River that ran through town. My first step was to create a map, which is my first step whenever I'm creating a world. I want something that I can reference, a visual reference. So what I did was trace out the boundaries, the shape of Little Falls, New York, and uploaded that to Photoshop so that I could start adding icons, changing names. And this is the map that I reference on a regular basis whenever I'm writing a book based on the Falls Creek or in Falls Creek. I've had a few that are spinoffs. It's like the first, the last book in the Falls Creek series, another Falls Creek romance. And I wrote Inception, which is a book that spun off of Falls Creek. Although it's set in New Orleans, book two in the series will definitely be in New Orleans, but it mentions New Orleans here. But there are places around town that are referenced in this book. Once again, I'm referencing people, I'm referencing places from Falls Creek. So I can do that and I can do it convincingly and believably for readers because I created my world. So what else did I do when I created my world? Well, when I created my world, I created places icons, things that I wanted people to remember. I made billboards for products so I, I can have my own product placement because I created the world for it. And vampires, what do they drink when they drink bottled blood? They drink Crimson Ridge blood. So I have billboards all around town mentioning Crimson Ridge. I even have locations of houses, tree lines. You also get uh, different areas around town all the different streets. All of that is in my map, which, like I said, that is my first step in world building, is just creating the map. The second step, of course, is adding all those little icons, figuring out, well, what do I want to call things? If there's going to be a diner, where is what is it called? Where is it listed? Eventually, I put all these things together into one folder or binder, and it becomes the Bible for that with Falls Creek, I have a town history. And because that history never changes, it's inside the Bible so that I can reference it. 
And it really came in handy when I was writing Inception because that history, the history of Falls Creek, is part of Ellsworth's history. So that helped. Another thing that really helps in world building, like I said, locations. I have a sheet with all of the locations that I have mentioned in the books. I also mentioned what their purpose, what does it serve, is it a coffee house, is it an entertainment venue, and then I have the books that's mentioned in. So if I need to, say, remember how the interior of something looks, I can easily pick up the book, find where, where it is. Uh, eventually, I'm going to put those interior descriptions on a sheet so that I can stick that in the Bible because that keeps me from having to go back and forth to the books. I also have a character sheet, and this is pretty detailed. It goes for each and every character that has been mentioned in the books. So you get the character name. You get the type of species it is. Could be a shifter. Could be human. Uh, could be a witch, a vampire, whatever. Uh, what role they played in the story. Is the character dead or alive? I don't want to put any dead characters in books unless they're supposed to be dead. Uh, the first time that they're mentioned, I have them in the books that they mentioned. And then I have, if it's a minor character, if they receive their own full story, uh, that's helpful so I can just keep track of all the different characters. World building is also helpful outside of writing paranormal romance. Uh, under Nadira Fox, I've recently published a superhero slash dark vigilante thriller. I had to create an entire world for that because I didn't want it to be some place where people go, oh yeah, I know where that is. I can't possibly be there. Think of DC Comics. DC Comics is wonderful at doing this. They have their, you know, you get Gotham, you have Capital City, you have National City. They come up with their own little cities. You might think you know where that city is, but everything in it is fictional. And so that's what I did with Justice from the Shadows. Once again, we have a very detailed map. And this map is so detailed that I did a just outline so that I could see the town boundaries. The name of the city is Liberty City. There is a city center. There's a business district, a downtown area. All of these places are mentioned in justice but i want to make sure that i can always reference those cities and so once again it's world building uh, i needed to create an exact image for readers so that they would know when my characters are going into city center what's in city center city center is the center or the focus of the government for justice shadeland is a neighborhood in liberty city and I needed to know what it looked like. Where is it located? What kind of buildings will you find there? What businesses are located there? The warehouse district. Where's the airport? Well, it's near the warehouse district. And all of these things, it's easier for me when I do world building. You may also find that it's easier. It helps you keep track of everything. Um, yes, I, I use a binder. I use... A notebook to jot down these things but having it on a map something that I can constantly reference and go back to makes it so much easier especially if you write down your details what these things look like uh, for instance there is a restaurant 
on two different restaurants that I mentioned. One is called Colossal Burger. Whenever you do your world building and you create a name for something, Google it just to make sure no one else has used that name in real life. Um, it saves headaches later on. Legal headaches too. <laughs> There's the, the Colossal Burger. There's the Coffee Bar. The Egg and Smear. World building details. I go down to the minute detail. So for the Egg and Smear, I have a menu. I have a logo character that goes on a bag for that. So that when I mention it, you can actually picture. There's a place called the Lucky Lady, that is the casino. Every single place that I have mentioned goes on the map. In wrapping this up, world building, the process of creating your fictional world for your, your novel. You want to do research, you want to create a map for your, your city, your locale, wherever this is going to be at. Create your map, put the places that you mentioned in your story on that map so you always know where they're located. If it's going to be a series, whether it's going to be a trilogy, a duet, uh, a 10 book series, you want to create a Bible of that world so that you know you have a spot where the map is, what the locations are, what, why are you using them, what are their purpose, what do they look like, what book or books they're mentioned in. Uh, you want character sheets so that you know who the characters are, what book they appeared in, what their roles are. You want a history of that town. You're not going to info dump and place all that history in a story, but from time to time, you may find that you need to know that information. Your world building Bible will save you that embarrassment if readers catch you on it. That is everything that I have on world building. I hope that you'll have something here that will work for you. Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Thank you so much, SF Benson, for sharing your process of world building and how involved and intricate it is with all of your details, keeping track in your world Bible, which I highly encourage anyone to do if they are writing fantasy, paranormal, anything like that that you have to keep track of so many details. I use one as well, and I'm excited to share about that with you in a future episode but it really is invaluable. So thank you for sharing that with us. Just a reminder, if you wanna see the video and see her maps and how she puts her World Bible together, then definitely go check out SF Benson on YouTube. The link will be in the show notes as well as other links, including where you can find her on Instagram at author SF Benson and on her website, authorsfbenson.com. Thank you again, and for now, it's time to write.